0: So let us pray. God, we do come right now asking you to bless us as we deliver the word that you have placed on our hearts today. God, I ask that you will allow those words that I use to be acceptable in your sight and that you accept this offering of praise through sermon and do uh, what you do best with us, oh God lead us on carry us and allow us to one day enter into the joys of your service god we thank you right now in jesus name we pray and everybody out there said amen amen Amen. Amen. and amen this morning i would like to talk to you from the subject thanking god in seasons of change thanking god In seasons of change, you all know that we have been on a series about when do you thank God, and so here is another installment thanking God in seasons of change. I'm sure there's somebody out there under the sound of my voice when I use that theme and title, they start thinking about the recent national vote, Pastor I, and they're thinking about the change in President of the United States. And while this scripture lesson does address god's sovereignty over events like the vote and who will or will not be president i I ask you to just stick a pen in that right now and and permit me to go a little bit deeper as we look into the science of change the science of change to do this permit me to go back to my undergraduate days as an electrical engineering student where I learned that if we look at the science of change where that that those the through the lenses of something called negative feedback, digital circuitry, we see that negativity can produce positive changes. For real, Pastor, is that really true? Well, yes, 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 it is true. Now, uh well, well how is that you have, and I'm so glad. You asked me today, so glad. You see, negative feedback digital circuitry ensures that changes in events in the circuitry produces stable conditions. Oh, yes, yes, stable conditions. Opposite of what you would think, right? Uh, you see, in electronic engineering, negative feedback circuitry introduces just the right amount of correction to the circuit so that the outcome in conditions of the circuitry make the circuitry run at optimal levels. Oh yes, they stabilize the timing of the circuitry. They make the levels like uh, uh, voltage and uh, more efficient and makes the circuit work accurately. Overall, negative feedback, digital circuitry ensures that the circuits are very responsive to desired results. So oh, I knew y'all were just waiting to get uh, a a wonderful uh, rendition here of science of change in terms of negative feedback circuitry. I know you just waited for that. So 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 if you want the exact heat cycle on your microwave push pad, for example, you probably have some negative feedback circuitry involved in it. If you want that cell phone to help you get to the right boo, y'all know who your boo is on the phone, then you probably have some negative feedback circuitry in it somewhere, amen somebody. Uh, In other words, change can occur from a negative process and that negative process can govern and control items in such a way that they become useful with the right timing, with lots of stability, even though some negativity has been introduced into the equation. And if we take this and apply it to our thing today, we can see that in general terms, our change sometimes comes from God in just this way. Mm. God takes negativity and changes it into something positive, useful, and something steady. You don't believe me? Well, look at all of us. None of us are perfect because we all sin and come short of the glory of God, as according to Romans 3 and 23. We have something negative going on in us, and God has to constantly deal with us on our negative side. Amen, somebody. Uh, to take that negative and make something positive in our lives. Can I get an amen out there somewhere? I know yes. I'm telling the truth right now. So in, in this area of thanksgiving, we want you to concentrate on our theme: Thanking God in seasons of change. So let me tell you something. Change. And the reactions to it can be a good thing. Oh, yeah, it doesn't sound like it, but it, it can be. Although we always want the positives with our change, we often mo- learn most from the negatives. Yeah. Minister yeah. Swan, Mother Harrison, uh, Reverend Denise, it's the corrections and the flow interrupters or the disruptions in life that teach us the most. Am I right about it? Mm-hmm. And when we thank God, the uh, I, And for our disruption, we learn so much more in these seasons of change, don't we? One of my wife's favorite preachers, Bishop Millicent Hunter, in her book, Don't Die in the Winter, Mm -hmm. lets us know that seasons come and seasons go. They are all a part of the changes in our lives because that's life. Another point that she makes is that We really want you to hear this, is that no matter how much winter you have had, no matter how much winter you have had, your spring is coming. Did you hear me? Uh, uh, Oh, no matter how much your spring is still coming. It's coming, it's coming. It's coming. Yes, I I know it's fall right now. I know it's fall and the leaves are coming off the trees. But how many of you out there know that winters in our lives, situations are coming? And all of us have winters in our lives. Yes, we do. Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah. I hope I got some real people out there and some real help out there. Uh, and if we look at our life conditions, many of us are falling down into depression in anticipation of our winters coming upon us. Yeah. But my word to you today is don't fall down. Mm. God is right there in your season. He's right there in all of our seasons, and he's able to keep us from falling. I'm so glad about it this morning. I'm so glad about it. And and let me tell somebody out there right now something, because God has said this is especially for you. I, I don't even know who I'm preaching to. But God wants you to know that your spring in particular is coming. And you will bounce back during this season when God makes all things new. Hope you heard me, whoever that was for. You see, the main thing is that we have to do is give God thanks for whatever season of change is coming our way. I hope you heard that. Give God thanks in whatever season of change coming our way, even if we can't classify it as positive or negative. Somebody said that everything happens for a reason. And if you get a chance, you ought to take it. And if it changes your life, if it changes your life, let it. So now we would just want to tell you that we will not only look to get out of fall and winter, but when we hold on and give God thanks. Our summer is on the way too, because after a while we will clap our hands in the middle of the the circumstances, we'll stomp our feet in the middle of the circumstances, or we'll sing our songs of praise in the middle of our circumstances so we can see a lot more of the S-O-N, Jesus the Christ. And even have the S-U-N shine just a little bit brighter on our lives. Amen, somebody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Our scripture text tells us how Daniel gives information about what God does for those Mm -hmm. who thank him in seasons of life. Yeah. You see, Nebuchadnezzar, was having all kinds of dreams that he didn't know how to interpret he felt that something was about to change in his life and so he was so troubled with these uninterpreted dreams somebody may be having uninterpreted dreams (laughs) and and Nebuchadnezzar he started asking his staff of soothsayers and astrologers and Uh numerologists and and all the wise so-called wise men in his kingdom to help them explain these dreams but nobody could help nebuchadnezzar and so in verse number 17 daniel goes to his hebrew friends and explains what's going on to them you see and please indulge me right here for a minute but i want a nickname Nebuchadnezzar, so I'm going to call him Uh, Nebuchadnezzar. So so uh, Nebuchadnezzar decided uh, that he uh, couldn't uh, find uh, out what changes uh, these dreams meant in his uh, life. Uh, uh, And he he said he's going to kill all of his wise men. And that included Hananiah, and Michelle, and Azariah, and Belteshazzar, who was Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel. And since Daniel and his boys had great favor with Nebuchadnezzar already, mm-hmm. Daniel asked Nebuchadnezzar for time to interpret his dream. Yeah. Yeah. He also urged his friends to plead for mercy from God in heaven regarding Nebuchadnezzar's mysteries. My my my. And the text says that during the night, God gave Daniel the true interpretation in a vision, mm-hmm. and the God gave it only. Today didn't give it to anybody else. He gave it only to his favorite one, Daniel. So Daniel, being the man of God that he was, even in the midst of captivity, he praised and thanked God and praised. Said to him, said praise be to the name of God forever. So the Bible records him as praising God. He praised God in the season of captivity he prayed god in the season of the rest anybody out there ever seen to be in a season of captivity or the rest let me raise my hand come on somebody y'all know what i'm talking about and Daniel talked about the wonder working hour of god yeah. by saying he changes times and seasons Yes, I'm in the book. Yes, 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 he does. Yes, he does. He changes times and seasons. By the mere mention of the prayer on this phrase, it is evident that God was not only going to change the season of old Nebuchadnezzar, but Daniel and the Hebrew boys as well. Oh, my God, I appreciate that word because isn't it wonderful when God gives his word? that he will change your seasons and regulate your timing for it as well. Thank you. I don't know about you, but I know that God can do a much better job at changing my seasons than I can. I'll be honest, I'm waiting on some God changes right now. And I know though that they are on the way. They're coming because God does a better job at changing than we ever could. I, I, no wonder Daniel could look up and praise God in this season. You see, he was in bondage. Uh, like many of us today, we are we are buying bondage in brain and mind, and we are in bondage in other ways. But Daniel knew that his change would come. He was under pressure, but he knew that this season would change too. He was longing for his homeland and a change of venue, mm-hmm. but he knew that God was with him thank you. in his season mm-hmm. and he was going to make a change yes. someday. Yeah. People of God, you may be in a season of lack, but if you thank God in advance, ah. your season will change. Hallelujah. You may be in a season of depression. COVID lockdown may have gotten on your last nerve. Well. But God will change this one day. It's coming. And you might just need a change for change's sake, but you better thank God for your season is coming. It's going to come. It's going to come. Your change is on the way. You see, when we give God thanks in our life situations, God lets us know that, like the psalm that says, everything must change. Nothing the stays the same. The young didn't uh-huh. come yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the Bible said eyes haven't even seen and ears haven't even heard yeah. what the I Lord just, has prepared for us. That. And mysteries are going to unfold as a result. Because that's the way of time. Nothing and no one goes unchanged. Winter Ooh. Uh-huh. Turn to spring. <laughs> Wounded hearts will heal. Never too soon. Everything, everything, everything must change. It also said, there are not many things in life that we can be sure of except that rain comes from the clouds and the sun and I'll put in the S-O-N, lights up the sky, and hummingbirds do fly. Because God controls it all and He makes it all change. I hope I got some witnesses out there because you are not stuck in your situation. God makes Help some us. Help us. Help us. changes. Help us. I you know you all know that I had a birthday this week, but I had already thanked God in advance. I voted in the last week's election, but I had already thanked God for the privilege of voting, because where I grew up, voter suppression, keeping folk from voting was a real thing, and, and I see this ministry moving forward in Jesus' name, and let me tell you something, I have already thanked God in advance for that, well, 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 well what about you today? Have you thanked God in advance for some of your upcoming seasons? Have you given God the glory for some of your upstanding seasons? Have you looked at where you're going and given God thanks? Have you found it hard to trust the process in your seasons? You better go and give thanks to the chief change agent, God himself. If you found it hard to understand changes when moving from process to process. You are going to have a hard time processing that change. You better go to the chief change agent. And maybe you're even having a hard time processing the pain in the process. Oh, you better go thank the chief change agent for the blessing that is to come. Somebody going to get that one on the way home. Oops, I forgot you're already home. Somebody will get that one while you are cooking that bacon and eggs for the brunch today. Amen. Remember to invite us over to your house sometimes so we can taste it. Amen, amen. And when you find it hard to adjust to the sights, hard to adjust to the sounds, hard to adjust to the news, and hard to adjust to the views, in the winds of change, just go ahead and thank God for it. Thank him in it. Then watch your blessing come one way or another. Once I was working in government, I held a position in a large organization as its chief of staff. And what I liked most about the position was that there was something I called The constancy of newness. Every day was a new challenge. Some new issue, some new problem or concern didn't matter. Well, every day with God shows a constancy of newness because God shows new mercy daily. Great is his faithfulness. And we can be changed in a twinkling of an eye. When we think God is in our season, we we will see new challenges and issues, but we will also see God at work on our behalf, yeah. providing new yes. mercies. So now we look at this scripture. It says that he changes the times and the seasons. Mm-hmm. He removes kings and raises up kings. So when I told you to stick a pen in there at that point, uh, uh, God makes the presidents and young makes presidents. And so that leads me to a, a quick point. God's purposes are bigger than our problems. I hope somebody hears that. Cause in other words, when God makes changes uh, in the end, we might as well know, it. we know the end from the beginning. We're gonna win, did you hear me? Not just our changes, but his changes. We're going to win because it said in Romans 8 and 28 that all things, and you might translate it in any terms you want, but all of life's changes, good or bad, all of them are going to work together for the good of them who love God. No matter how big your fish is, God has a bigger piece of fish to fry on our behalf. I hope you heard me today. Look at verse 22, when we can tell from this verse that God gives us wisdom to go through our changes and knowledge for those who can understand his character and sovereignty. So we we, we worshipers know this. Thankful people know this. God's purposes take center stage. Point two, look at provision
1: from God
0: over pandemic. Mm. I know some of us are worried about the pandemic season. Well, let me tell you something. You better start looking for some changes because I will tell you that if we look hard enough that we can see the hand of God already at work in the pandemic. Truly, there is coming provision that will rule out the pandemic. What are you talking about? Well, look, there are vaccine trials that are starting to conclude More testing is being done. And more effective treatment is now being accomplished. Watch the hand of God giving us scientists and, 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 uh, and other people what they need to provide what we need in pandemic. The change is coming in the name of Jesus. Verse 22 says that he reveals deep and hidden things. If pandemic is not hidden that deep, I don't know what is. But look at God, look at God, little by little. He's shining his light on COVID. And He and since he knows what is in the darkness, he's putting the light on him, on him, on all on, on the things of pandemic. Let us watch him shine more and more on pandemic. Daniel had to deal with a pandemic, if you will, uninterpreted dreams. But God provided provision, changes that were ruling over that particular pandemic. So we must thank God in season so that we can gain what God has for us. Then I tell you that we've got to have hope over life's hiccups. Anybody out there ever had any? He goes, oh, yeah, you, you can't, can't catch up in your breath, your breath. Oh, but you look in verse 23 where Daniel says, I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and might and have made me known to what we have asked of you. And then Daniel says this, he is saying that I believe so I will receive real change that is being revealed to me from God. Mm-hmm. People of God, don't you really want real change in your hiccup seasons of your life? In other words, I want to know if there are any of you are going to do some ups and some downs. As I said in this message earlier, there are going to be some negative changes we will have to go through. But God knows how to interject negative feedback circuitry in our lives to make effective changes for us. Amen, somebody. Are we going to have some hiccup situations? Oh, yes, we will. But if we thank God in our hiccup season, God will change it. If we thank God in our hiccup season, God will fix it. If we thank God in our hiccup season and bless God in our hiccup season, everything is going to be all right. Jane Cleveland said, if this will Lord, help me to hold out until my change comes. Sometimes it's not our season for change. So, But we keep on asking God, and over time, God will make the change. And another psalm said, don't even wait until the battle is over. You better shop right now. In other words, thank God. Thank him in advance. Thank him and show him your trust. Thank him when when it doesn't look good. Thank him when we can watch those seasonal changes in the seasons of our lives. And so as I get ready to close, let me just say that in the seasons of change, thank God for it all. Thank God for it all. Marvin Sapp sums it up really well, as far as I'm concerned. He says, I thank him for it all. The good, bad, ugly, great, and small. I'm so glad I'm standing tall. Mm -hmm. And he says, I thank you for my tears, telling God, for thanking him for those changes. The pain helped me overcome my fears. You've been good to me down throughout the years. It's a miracle that I'm still standing here. Mm. All that I am is because of all that you brought me through and everything I survived because of you. Mm. These are seasons of change, y'all. We need to hear, So, so what should we do when the winds of seasons of change start blowing? Thank God for change. When is your time for promotion? Thank God for change after you've gone through hard trials and tribulations thank God for change after you will weather the greatest storms in your life thank God for change well, well. even if you go from one storm to another thank God for change when you've gotten beyond your storm and gone from one degree of grace to another thank God thank God thank God. Thank God. For change. Let me get in your business just one quick minute. When God has made your money no longer funny. Thank Him for the change. When you were once sick and you didn't think you could get well. Well, but God healed your body. Now you got a story to tell. You better thank God for change. And when it looks like all oh, hope is gone. Thank God for change. Yes. Just because you don't see it right now doesn't mean it's not coming. Thank God for your season of change, negative or positive, because God changes, endure, changes our body so that it enhances our living in wonderful ways. And as we look at the rest of the story throughout the chapters of Daniel, Daniel correctly. Interprets the dreams yes. of old Nebuchadnezzar. Yes. King Nebuchadnezzar said to Daniel that surely your God yes. is the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries. In other words, he's the chief change agent and Nebi had to recognize it. So won't he do it? If you thank him, yes, he will. Won't he do it? If you worship him, won't he do it? If you praise him in any season of change, and I'll tell you, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> We've got to just thank God in seasons of change. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Pastor King, for laying it out there for us this morning so we can understand better these changes that we go through. And I think, Pastor Keith, I think what I heard you say is that we just need to keep looking up to God. Yeah. Amen. That we can't look in and around ourselves. We can't look to the people we hang out with. Right. We can't even depend on our paychecks and all of that kind of stuff. But we just going to keep looking to the God of our salvation because he is our change agent. Bless you and thank you this morning for that wonderful and powerful word.